This is JFM Podcast. Morning to you, and thank you so much for choosing J101.9 FM. You're on to Let's Talk, your current affairs and social affairs program that brings to you um, issues dynamic to you and also bringing solutions and so to the hearts of people. It's another beautiful day. It is the 18th day of May 2023. Another day, um, that's to um, move away from politics and look, move away from um, other issues. Today we'll be focusing on health this morning, something really prevalent in our society and our community. Um, in, two th- in 2020, approximately 1.1 million children and adolescents under 15 years fell ill with tuberculosis globally, and 226,000 children and adolescents lost their lives from their pre- this preventable and curable disease in 2020. And 21,000, about 9% of the children and young adolescents under 15 years who died of TB were living with HIV and only 29% of eligible children under five years accessed TB preventive treatment between 2018 and 2020. Almost two-thirds of eligible children under five years, therefore, remain at risk, at risk actually, of getting sick with tuberculosis. Today on the show, we will be focusing on tuberculosis in children. My name is Abigail Seaman, and I'm not alone. I'm joined by Mikhail Misi. Mikhail, lovely morning to you. Good morning, Abigail. Good morning to our listener, whoever listening to us from the world. Um, it's a beautiful Thursday morning. But before we get into the minutes of today's conversation... I am I am quite saddened by the events that have happened in the states. Um, saddened because it is not the first time. Saddened because when something consistently happens, you expect that the people whose job is to protect you will do the needful to protect you. Saddened because even when people consistently talk about the problems, when they cry, demand, plead for the government to protect them. You see that the government turns deaf ears or do nothing. Sad because just recently when we had the elections, none of these things happened. Sad because the people who represent us, who speak for our interests, are more concerned about positions than they are about us. Sad because we consistently go through this, people displaced from their homes, killed, maimed, and after a few weeks, almost a few months, we all move on. The government continues. Um, everybody pretends like nothing happens. It is sad because people are not safe anymore. And people expect everyone else to be fine with it. It is sad because when we raise these issues, it seems as though we don't like the government. We hate them. We are against them. But I hope that as a people... We are aware that whatever happens to us right now, we seem to be alone. That the government that we elect, their job first is to protect us. And when they don't, when they don't, then they have failed us. This is my condolence to every person whose family has been affected. Um, It's quite sad because just some months ago... Same thing happened. We cried, we called, 
and here it is and and the fact why this is a lot more annoying is that the governor of the state is from the ruling party and one would expect that if you dine with the king you should be able to speak to the king if you haven't spoken to the king it's because you don't care about the people you lead while we understand that the governor doesn't have you know the powers to as it were command the police the state's own security architectures that are almost comatose right now rest on these shoulders it's sad but the only thing we can do is hope and pray that we get solutions to these problems and as as a people we remain resilient in demanding first for justice and demanding that the people who we have elected to lead us protect us if you cannot protect the people who you are supposed to lead then you have absolutely no business being there good morning people good morning yes our heart goes out to those who have lost their lives and families who are actually in distress right now we ask that the almighty god comfort their hearts and give them sukkot to bear the loss and the state too as they mourn that that lord gives us comfort and this morning to talk about um tuberculosis and children we're joined this morning by dr augustine eboi who is a professor of pediatrics a consultant pediatrician department of pediatrics university of Jos and josh university teaching hospital a lovely morning to you and welcome to the show thank you abigail good delighted to be on this program good morning yes it's good to have you here um we have we will segue a little normally we we will talk about politics we'll talk about a lot of things but now let's let's talk about health let's talk about tuberculosis in children i remember a colleague of yours was on the same show spoke about tuberculosis in adults but before we cannot generally say everybody knows what tuberculosis is all about so a a, a brief of what tuberculosis is this morning would would be nice so our listeners can know what tuberculosis is all about thank you um tuberculosis in short, called TB. Yes. It's a chronic and infectious um, disease caused by a germ known as uh, Mycobacterium tuberculosis. Uh, it's an infection that is uh, airborne, spread from person to person through the air and in close contact with someone that is uh, infected with uh, or has the TB uh, disease. And um, it's spread from person to person. Mm. Uh, a person that, is, um, that has TB disease or the active disease, when he coughs or sneezes or even sings or laughs, he releases the germ into the air. Mm. And um, any person that is in close proximity to such a person that has the disease is likely to come down with uh, tuberculosis. And um, the lungs are the most affected part of the body mm. in tuberculosis in 98% of uh, cases. TB is the second um, leading cause of death among all the diseases caused by germs. Mm. Interesting. Uh, and um, the first being uh, HIV, of course. Mm. This is outside of the COVID-19 pandemic, which we have, which we had um, earlier. earlier on, yes. According to the World Health Organization, as at um, 2021, there are 10.6 million cases of tuberculosis all over the world. Mm. And of this number, 1.2 million are children. And of this 10.6 million, approximately uh, 1.6 million died of 
TB-related uh, problems. Nigeria is the first in Africa, among all the countries in Africa, that has the highest burden of uh, tuberculosis. And Nigeria is number sixth in the world, among all the 30 countries that have the highest burden of uh, TB. Plateau State is one of the 14 states with the high, highest. Uh, yeah, high with numbers. The high, yeah, with the highest number of uh, TB cases mm. uh, in the country. Mm. So um, TB progresses usually in, in two stages. First, you have the infection, mm. then the TB disease. So how does a uh, TB infection occur? Yeah. When the person with TB coughs and yeah. the child is in close Contact. Pro proximity mm. to uh, such a person, the child inhales the germ, and the germ goes and settles in the lung. When this happens, you call this TB infection. Mm. So now, from the lungs, the, the infection can progress. And when it progresses, the child now develops symptoms of cough, fever, and weight loss. Once these symptoms develop, then the infection has moved from infection to the actual disease. Okay, I wanted to ask you um, a very, very important question. Yes, we know about tuberculosis, but mostly people hear about tuberculosis, but mostly in adults. And now we have found out that tuberculosis can also occur in children. Now, the inf how, how deadly it is, is TB infection dangerous compared to the disease itself? Yeah, both the infection and the disease is dangerous. The infection is dangerous in the sense that once you get the infection, you don't curtail it. Mm then it progresses to the disease. And once you get the disease, you don't treat early, it could lead eventually to death. Um, before, yeah, you, you talked about the infection and disease. Is there like a time frame between when you get infection and when you get a disease? Because some people, like you said, if you don't treat infection early, yes. it's graduated disease. Yes. Now, at what point do I know I'm infected? And for how long will the infection stay in my body? Or how, how long would I be infected before it goes from being an infection to being a disease? Good. For, for a child, once a child inhales the germ from an adult that has TB, yes. and the, the pathogen is in the lungs, the child has the infection. And from the time of the infection to manifestation of the symptoms, yes. that's when the disease occurs. So how long will they somebody call it a latent period. period. It's about okay. six weeks. Six weeks. And this infection is also termed latent TB. Latent because it's not obvious. It's not overt. Okay. Okay. It's when it comes over, you now have the TB disease. disease. So um, usually the only way you can suspect that you have a child has infection or latent TB is mm -hmm. when the child is in close contact what do you mean? With an adult. And okay. uh, in, in that case, you have to, there are some tests you can do. Okay, we call it man two test. It can show you, you know, that the child has been, you know, exposed uh, to let the infection. Let me try to clarify. The disease, right? So a child has been infected. Yes. Because we can't see it. Yes. We can't, there's no, there are no signs for yes. us to know. Yes. Now, as a, as a parent... There, is there anything at all, any any tiny sign for me to say, no, okay? Not at all. So, so we have to wait till it progresses. In the, in the infection stage, there's nothing. There are no signs. No signs. So, so how, you need, how you need to we... have a high index of suspicion. And that's why the history is important that the child has been in contact with an adult. So you have to observe. Okay, adult, adult that has TB. Yes, 
other that is diagnosed with TB because it's the one that releases the germ okay. and that the child breathes in. So with, when such a scenario happens, mm. there is a high index of suspicion. So there is a possibility that this child will come down with, with t- tuberculosis. T- TB, but it's not. It doesn't apply all the time. Situations whereby it can progress rapidly to the diseases, there are certain conditions that have to be met. A child that is severely malnourished. Okay. Because he has a weak immune system, mm. his immune system is unable to contain. So as soon as he gets infection, exactly, it progresses very rapidly. Within okay. a week or two or three, mm. uh, maximum within six weeks, develops uh, the symptoms. Then also, uh, children with HIV, because HIV weakens the immune system, they are also mm. prone to the infection and then the disease. Okay. Okay. So for 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 a parent, if you suspect that your child has come in contact with someone, an adult that has TB, yeah. Are there tests you can do to confirm? Yes, you report to the health facility. The health worker assesses the child. And um, mantle tests can be done at that stage. So these tests will show that this child has the infection. And in such a case, to prevent the infection from progressing to the disease, you treat with what is a drug known as isoniazide, just one drug for six months. But in the case of active TB disease, we use a combination of four drugs packaged as one tablet. Okay. Yes. So okay. I wanted to ask, sorry to cut you short, I wanted to ask, um, we, tuberculosis in adults and tuberculosis in children, are there any differ- is there any difference? Does uh, they, it differ they, they, between... There are quite a, uh, there are, there are a number of differences. Well, what are some of those differences? So the key word often is you must have a high index of suspicion. Mm-hmm. Typically, a child will have a cough, fever, weight loss, or not growing well. Okay. okay. Um, in adults, they can cough, and then the sputum will be blood stained. But in children, you don't often get that. Get that. Yes. Okay. Are there other differences um, apart from that? Um, apart from the whole no, maybe weight loss and all of that. For 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 um, as you said, the infection. If for a child who doesn't have a weak immune system, for example, and probably has a really strong immune system and probably has come in contact with somebody that has tuberculosis. How then can you tell? Because you never can tell. You have children who go to school, they are exposed to different different environments. He asked the same question and Mm. I answered that. The only way you can be sure is to report to a health facility. Child will be assessed for symptoms. If there are no symptoms, you do mantle tests. Okay. Okay. Yes. So the mantle test helps to tell if the child, child is down the infection. or not. Then you can stop the infection from, from progressing to the disease mm. by giving isoniazide. I, I was going to ask you, like, like you said earlier, um, when if the disease has been diagnosed, yeah. how long does the treatment take? Um, okay, we'll come to that, but the treatment takes, it depends on which part of the body oh, the, that is affected. Okay, uh, before, before you answer the question, okay, there's a myth that Nigerians have. Okay, go ahead. The myth is that because we have the hot weather, okay, the hot weather means that um, certain bacteria and viruses will not survive. Okay. So, for a person, let me say someone that is in Lagos, for example, okay. that is very hot. Okay. Is, is it true that if I have tuberculosis... And of course, I cough, and you know, I, I release it because the weather is hot. It will not affect anybody that comes in close contact with it's, me. It's not true. It's, that's why it's a myth. It's not. It's true. not true. It's not true. So hot, once our hot weather does not. No, not in the case of tuberculosis. Mm. Okay. okay. Because once it's released into the air, as it's an airborne infection. Yes. Okay. Uh, and you inhale it, you definitely get the infection. How long? How long does it stay in the disease. air before it becomes ineffective? It can hang in the air for hours ah. because there have been cases where people have lodged into a hotel. Yes, and they've. 
caught TB because TB. the previous occupant stayed in that hotel. He didn't open the windows, no sunlight. I had tuberculosis. And then the next person checks in, he owns the AC, inhales the pathogen, and gets TB is being reported. Wow. Yeah, it's as serious as that. Hours. It hangs, yeah, it can hang in the, in the air for hours. Okay. All right. Since, yeah. since we're focusing on children today, <laughs> yes. I, w- I wanted to ask you what are some of the risk factors for tuberculosis in children? If um, a child comes down with tuberculosis, what are some of the risk factors? Are they open to more? So the risk factors are those factors that can predispose a child to tuberculosis. Yes. The first and most important one is the close contact with an adult that has that has that is diagnosed with tuber- TB. Yes. That's one. That's point. That's the first thing. Mm. Okay. Then the other factors are the child's immune system. Okay, like I previously mentioned, children yeah. that have severe malnutrition are more likely to get tuberculosis. Children with HIV are more likely to get TB. Mm. And um, children with other diseases like measles and whooping cough can predispose um, a child to tuberculosis because these two diseases can weaken the immune system yeah. to some extent. Mm. So those are some of the risk uh, factors. Then, of course, in the environment, overcrowding, overcrowded homes... Mm. You know, it's, it's a risk factor in the sense that um, if in this overcrowded home you have a, an adult that has TB, he coughs, releases a pathogen, uh, and the child inhales, he gets TB. Um, and the case is worse if the home is overcrowded mm. and there's no there's poor ventilation. Yes. That's why been opening your windows and your doors to let in air. It's very important. And get, and get out pathogens mm. in the air is very important. Okay, so those are are some of the risk factors. Mm. Then, of course, sunlight is also very important. Mm. Sunlight has ultraviolet light, and this ultraviolet light is capable of killing some germs, including tuberculosis. So exposing the house, uh, you know, indoors to sunlight Mm. also helps. So the opening of windows, openings of the contains and all of that. Yes. Or maybe even sitting outside just for a bit yeah. to yeah. get to get yeah. sunlight can yeah. help. Um, and but for so children, overcrowding is a risk factor. It's a risk factor. Yes. For, for children who have latent TB, yes. can they infect other people? No, they cannot. You can only infect when you are coughing and you cough out the germs. So the or when you sneeze, you have the, the disease, you sneeze. And you bring out the jams. Or when you even sing or even laugh, mm. you can bring out the jams, release the pathogen to the air, and somebody inhales. It can come down with the infection, then the disease. Then disease. Yeah. So within children and children, how is it then spread? If 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 for a child who is or from on, at the latent okay. stage, do they can they spread it to another to another person, another child, not even an adult? In, in the latent phase, they don't have symptoms. Okay. So they don't spread. It's in, in, so a child who has been, di- been diagnosed. Yes, a child who has been diagnosed. But younger children, mm. like zero to five years, mm. you know, the force of the cough is not very strong like an adult. Yes. So they are, they are less likely to cough out the germs and spread. But in older children, like adolescents, yes, 10 years and above, the cough, force of the cough is strong enough, you know, to propel the, you know, the germ into the... Yeah, and then it's inhaled. All right. Okay. Uh, so apart from the test that is used to check if a child has, is there other ways that TB is being diagnosed in a child? Okay. Okay. The, the first test we mentioned is for latent TB. Yes. TB is in the process evol- evolving to the disease as the mantle test. Mm. But if a child that has an active TB, there are some tests. But first, you must evaluate and assess the child. You so you have to help us talk into the okay. mic so okay. our listeners you, you, can hear you. You take... Um, you take a history, ask the parents, is the child coughing? 
Okay. Is the child losing weight? Does the child have a fever? And the cough is, you know, a, a, a kind of called a chronic cough, two weeks and above. Mm -hmm. A cough that will not go away. A cough that will not go away even after you've taken your normal antibiotics. Mm -hmm. Okay, it refuses to go. Then you could start suspecting tuberculosis. Then fever. This fever is usually not very high. It's low kind of low grade uh, fever, but it's always there. It's persistent. Then the child could be losing weight, or the child will fail to gain weight, or the child is growing rather slowly. Then the mother will now suspect that my child will have TB, especially in the context of contact with somebody that has TB. But that history of contact, we don't always get it. Mm. Mm. You don't always get that history. Why? Because sometimes people don't remember. That contact could be in a bus for just mm. 30 minutes. Sure. Close contacts. Mm. And parents don't often remember. So I'm trying to say this because I should not be misled into thinking there must always be a history of contact. It doesn't always happen. Okay. Once those symptoms are there, then the child is further evaluated because these symptoms are for TB in the lungs. The symptoms could be in other organs of the body, like the brain. Mm. If it's in the brain, they could have, a, and they could be drowsy. So TB can go to the brain. Yeah, it can go to the brain. Yeah, there are various forms of TB. The ones we've been talking about is the lungs, pulmonary TB. Mm -hmm. So TB can be in the in in, in the brain as the central nervous system. They can become drowsy. They can convulse. TB can cause TB meningitis. Okay, in the abdomen, you can cause abdominal TB. You find a child that the abdomen is increasing in size progressively. Is losing weight. There was history of fever. There may be history of cough. It could also affect the kidneys and the bones. Mm. And it could affect the spine. Mm. And when it affects the spine, it damages the spine. And that's what we call POTS disease, TB of the spine. You see that the child, is, when walking, cannot walk straight. So there are other manifestations of tuberculosis in addition to pulmonary uh, TB. Yeah. So once you assess the child for these symptoms, then the child is quickly examined. It, the weight is taken by the health worker. Temperature is taken. And if there's a clinician, he examines the lung for signs of TB. Once you have done this, you can now, and the child meets all these criteria, you can now say this, this child has presumed TB. It's a presumption, presumed TB. But you need to go further to confirm or to ascertain. And, and that's why the first thing you do is a chest X-ray. The chest X-ray could show you the features of TB in the lung. There are specific features we look for. Then now to confirm your diagnosis, you need to catch the offending organism. And to catch the organism, you need to do some tests. And what we commonly do now is gene expert. Okay? Then we can also do microscopy. That okay. is, you take the sample, yeah. you smear it and look at it under the microscope. Sample of what the person uh, the is The samples hearing. we take from children, we can take sputum. Okay. But younger children, especially those less than five, they are not able to produce sputum. So we, we take you know, what we call gastric fluid. We take sample from the stomach. How? We pass a small tube and just within a minute or two you extract the sample. Okay. So you can take gastric sample, then we can also take urine sample. Okay. These days we are using urine sample and stool sample. Yes. To you know to to for the tests for the uh, genus part. So the genus part is the one that is commonly used. There are other forms of tests known as uh, lamb and um <laughs> at least let's, let's dwell on the simpler ones. Yes. yes. The important thing is for the caregiver or the parents 
to take the child for evaluation, then leave the rest for the health worker to proceed from there. I, I want to uh, ask, um, I don't know if this is within your purview. When, when, when it comes to TB treatment diagnosis, how well are we doing as a country in diagnosing and treating TB? Uh, we are lagging behind uh, set uh, targets, like the case uh, detection rate for Nigeria is around 26%. That is uh, 26 out of every 100 uh, well, children. But well, the set target is around 76 by WHO. So, so we are 50 And that is the whole idea of this uh, TB testing week yeah. in yeah. children to sensitize mm. the populace so that they can... Um, and, and uh, of course, that is the reason for this program here yes. today, to yeah. enlighten the public, parents, guardians, and caregivers um, we say so that it can get sensitized and know these symptoms and recognizing their children and then report to the nearest health facility for further, further evaluation. One of the problems um, that Nigerians have, especially when it comes to seeking for medical help, mm. is the financial constraints. Um, okay. we, we know that we are, like they say, okay. I would like to say, a multidimensionally poor people. That's true. And assessing health care, let's be honest, is sort of expensive. Okay. Is TB diagnosis and treatment, is it free? It's free. It's free. It's free. Treatment so, is free. The chest surgery is free for children. It's being supported. So it's free. Absolutely. How, free. How, how, where can they get tested? They can get tested in any health facility. Once they report to any health facility, the health worker they assesses. Is, it, is, it, is it a government or private? Is it like Does it have to be a government? Any health facility, one? both private and, and government. government. Yes, yes, because it's um, both government and public. Okay. Yes, private hospitals, they know we have, you know, what you call dot centers in some private, private hospitals. hospitals. Mm -hmm. So when they see such cases, if they think they can deal with it, they deal with it, they can't, they refer to other health other facilities. facilities. So they are spread, dot centers are spread all over the federation. So if I go to the Plateau State um, Hospital yeah. with TB, it's free. Yes. I am, I am asking this question go because ahead. a lot of times when... This is, I'm not trying to indict anybody. Okay. When certain things are free, because okay. people do not know, yes. they go to the hospitals and certain people say, oh, you have to pay this, this amount to do it. No, so no, I'm no, saying no. to everybody right now, TB diagnosis and treatment is free. free. What about the drugs? Are they free They're too? also free. So when it comes free. to TB itself, But it of course, free. if you go to any health facility, you need to open a card. Definitely for the documentation. That's yes. the only one you just pay for. Maybe just maybe five hundred naira because you have to keep yes. a record somehow. Oh, okay. But in the in the dot centers, you don't have to pay because um, those cards are already there and the health worker just enters. But in more complicated cases, a child needs to be admitted, for instance, yeah. that's when you need to go to the process of opening a folder. Otherwise, everything is free. All right. Yes. All right, so um, we've spoken about TB in children, and yeah. for a child, it's either the child is under the care of a parent or a guardian or somebody. Yeah. So let's come to the parent aspect. For a parent who has a child that has been diagnosed of tuberculosis, how then can they also help to protect another child what can they do to their child so that your child doesn't spread such to another child so first and foremost is to get the child assessed and treated yeah. even though we say very young children are not able to spread the disease like older children, children and adults adult. yes but the first step is to get treated mm. as soon as possible so once in, I know that yes, you can start the treatment today, yeah. and you probably maybe like, I want since you said for the younger children they cannot spread it like that. So let's focus on the older one from around ten to teenage age. Yeah. For those who can really spread, 
would you um, would you charge parents? For example, um, I remember during the COVID nineteen pandemic, we all had to wear a mask so we do not spread while we cough. We're told to cough, even if we want to cough, use our elbows to cover and block. That's true. Yes. Yeah, so, are there some are there things or um, ways in which parents can also educate their children so that even if they don't even have tuberculosis, how to prevent themselves and how to just be careful around someone who has it? Yeah, like you mentioned, if you cough in public or anywhere, if you don't have a hand handkerchief, you can use your elbow to cover your mouth. Yeah. Okay, because um, you could have, besides TB, you could have other respiratory infections. Mm. Okay, so and um, in the health facility, once. Um, a child reports to a health facility and TB is suspected and is coughing, mm. usually provide a face mask for, for the, child, the child while the child is still waiting yeah. on queue. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the, after the child has been diagnosed, let's talk about the treatment. How long does it take for a child who has been diagnosed with tuberculosis to be cured? Because it, as we can see, it is a curable disease. How long does it take in a child? Yeah, it depends on which form of TB. Is it in the lungs or outside of the lungs? So if okay, it's for, the, for those for mm. pulmonary TB, yes. uh, duration of uh, treatment is four to six months. Four to six months. The and, duration, and, yeah. and the child must take his medication every day. Hey. Every hmm. day for those period. And that's why adherence is very important. Yes. Yes, it, very important. It's not here. It's under supervision. Aha, I wanted to ask. Because I know a lot of times when it comes under to... Supervision, who supervises? The, the caregiver. Anybody that's... They care, it could be the guardian, the parents. You give the child a drug, he puts it in his mouth, he drinks it to confirm. Open your mouth, have you taken it? Just to be sure. Um, uh, uh, there's this thing I know HIV, uh, when it comes to HIV treatment and drugs, where they, they go to, you know, for checkups, like, have you taken your drug? Do they give you, like, a. Yeah. Does it happen with TB as it well? It happens. Like, like any drug you take for a prolonged period of time, it must be followed up. Okay. Okay. So the treatment is divided into two phases. The, the first phase is the intensive phase. It's a combination of four drugs. Okay. That is two months. Then the remaining two to four months is the continuation phase, and you use just two drugs. But these two drugs, they are not like one, two, three, four. They are packaged into one, one. pill. Okay. 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 All right. So okay. I wanted to ask um, quickly before we open the phone lines for our callers to call in and ask questions. We've spoken about um, the tests being done for children, how parents can also be a part of this to help to support their children who are down with either the, um, the infection or the tuberculosis, however the case may be. Um, I know that um, lifestyle modifications too uh, are things that we can use to help prevent too. Uh, for children, for parents, are there any dietary recommendations for children who are who are down with um, tuberculosis? Yes, the, the way to prevent is first, okay, you mentioned diet, but it's part of the preventive measures. Okay. But, but the first is, you know, avoid contact, close contact with any case of uh, tuberculosis. Mm. Okay, that's one. Then well, children must be fed properly because if a child is not properly fed, uh, fed yes. the body's immune system won't be as strong as expected and the child is likely to come down with, with tuberculosis. Yeah. Okay. Then um, we also mentioned uh, the avoiding uh, overcrowding. Okay. Mm. And then but the most important first and foremost when the child is born should receive BCG. What, what is BCG? BCG? It's a vaccination. It's a vaccination. We call it BCG. 
Bacillus calmer urine. Ah. It's part of routine mm. immunization. Okay. Any child that is born, he goes to the immunization unit. BCG is one of the drugs they give in the first uh, week of life mm. with oral polio and then others will follow. So BCG is very, very important okay, because it helps to prevent TB and especially the severe forms of TB like um, TB of the spine, TB of um, the brain, the CNS TB and menin- TB uh, meningitis. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I, I wanted to ask if the, you've mentioned the long-term complications if um, tuberculosis is not treated, but I wanted to ask when it comes to the treatment, apart, uh, aside of the tablet, are there vaccines to be taken to or ca- vaccines to be administered? No, not every children likes, not every child likes to swallow. Um, and I don't know if they are if these tuberculosis medicines are sweet, I'm sure they are not sweet. I'm sure, doctor, they are not sweet, and it might be really sweet. very no, di- no, difficult the, to the swallow. Children formulation, yes, yeah, the children is flavored. It's flavored. Oh, interesting. Yes. I Why can't they make adults on flavor too? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's not fair. Children is flavored, and some of the tablets, if you put it in water, it can dissolve. Dissolves so it's quickly. very, very palatable. And mm. um, so, are there vaccines? Can you opt for for no injection? for for now? For now, for now they have vaccine. The only uh, sorry, the, the the only vaccine in quote is the BCG, vaccination. which has to be taken earlier. Yeah, earlier. Okay. Than okay. other other yeah. ones. Oh, interesting, interesting. That's the only vaccine that we have. All right. No. So one more important question from my own end. I don't know if Emika has anyone. Um, for a person who knows um, that their child has been diagnosed with tuberculosis, um, I know it, it 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 wouldn't be. I don't want it to sound like if it's stigmatization or anything, but would you? encourage a parent to take that child to attend school or attend a daycare when he or she knows um, the child is down and probably maybe treatment is still ongoing for the child as long as um child is on anti-tb okay uh, it's advisable even though we see very young children cannot spread yes but um you see in everything there are always exceptions of course okay that's why i say the treatment is in two phases Mm. the initial um, phase which is uh, two months Okay, and then uh, after the initial two weeks, the child will be reevaluated. For an older child that is coughing and is likely to spread, mm. it's not advisable that he goes to school. Otherwise, so he spreads it. So the child will be uh, at home? Yeah, at home. Um, For how long? Well, the, the duration will depend on, you know, following evaluation. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. If you evaluate, are the symptoms going? Is the child gaining weight? If you repeat the sputum test, are the organism still there? Mm. Okay. Then at that point, you could advise that whether the child could start going to school. Okay. All right. Beautiful, beautiful information. So let's talk about um, the National Testing Week. Um, okay. that, that I'm sure that's the reason why you're here, so people yeah. can get um, educated about it. So let's, let's talk about it. What is it all about? Okay, the national uh, TB testing week for children. This is the first time we having such a testing week mm. f- for kids. All along, used to be in an adult. So yeah. this is uh, an idea of the National Tuberculosis and Leprosy uh, Control uh, Program that was approved by the Honorable uh, Minister of Health and is to take place next week from the 22nd to 26th of uh, May. So, and the main objective, of course, is um, to provide a week-long, um, you know, community mobilization, sensitization, and then screening, and then eventual testing okay. of children that are identified um, with, uh, you know, symptoms of uh, tuberculosis, and then for 
treatment will follow for those who we think uh, have a uh, TB. Now, um, the activities for the week, which commences next week, um, certain um, health facilities, communities, you know, you know, have been chosen because um, we have so many communities, so we can't reach yeah. all communities. So specific communities have been chosen, and there's been community mobilization in okay. those places. So those people will be informed by announcement or through community leaders. Okay. Okay, that such and such activity will hold on. So, so they bring your kids for screening and evaluation and testing. For, for those people in justice, um, where can they... When you say start next week, Monday, I suppose. Yes, Monday. Um, when, for if for those of us in JOS, or let's say, let me use JOS South, for example. Yeah, it, it, will, it will be announced, and then either through churches, mosques, and okay. schools will be informed. Okay. So they'll be so informed of the exact centers that will be running uh, those. Um, I don't have that information for okay. now, but it will be made available. All right. Next All right. We'll open the phone lines right now for mm-hmm. our listeners to call in text questions, numbers to call 090. Five five six 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 nine nine zero zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show this morning. I'll take it again zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine zero zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Hello, good morning. Good morning, my presenter. Good morning, welcome to the I'm show. Saloki from Bukulokos. Saloki, good morning. My greeting to our guest. Doctor, good morning to you. Good morning. Yeah, before I go on this issue, I want to start as a citizen of this country to advise the government as for the doctors. There should be the condition of doctors letting them go to work. It's number one responsibility of government. Any government who cannot put his health service in order is a fair government. They should stop potential to say they're going to employ uh, actual staff. It will not work. Right. Tell them to do cost of governance. And do your need to and make Nigeria to have good head. Right, so look at the head that's in Nigeria. Issue I want to talk about the TB. Mm. The TB is unfortunate of this level because of bad governance. We we'll still have high rate of TB. Many countries that have good governance that understand the importance of head, they have played TB in their society. Look at the rate of uh, TB in this country. It is not accepted. My question I want to ask, like, for example, so you went to hospital, you bed, you admitted. Yeah. And somebody who was in that hospital, if that's only hospital in Wabi, Plato, yeah, they will not watch that bed sheet. If you sit in that bed sheet that that TB patient was discharged, and you're not having TB, can you contact TB from that bed? That is one question, from that bed sheet, because it's not washed. All right, sir. All that right. is one. Two, okay. if you go up there, you go for TB test, and you discover you're not having it, which hospital can you go now for vaccination that have the best vaccination if possible or which are the vaccination one can take okay. to prevent to one prevent. having that TB. All right. Yes. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you so God much. bless you. You're welcome. Um maybe before we take the other call, he's asking for um a patient, a patient who probably has used the bed, or a patient, someone who has okay, tuberculosis. I think I, I got that question. Yes. Okay, you know, we mentioned ways TB can be spread. We yeah. didn't mention ways that it cannot be spread. Cannot be spread. So too. it cannot be spread by handshaking, by sharing cups or spoon, by sharing bed sheet, by sharing toilet. It can be spread that, that way. way. Uh, so, so, so the bed sheet, of course. Um, it's hygienic and um, best practices that once a patient is discharged, the should be changed. Yes. Mm. Okay, but to say maybe um, I, I, a child has TB or I have TB and I, I lay on the bed and another person comes and, and lie on that bed, you cannot get TB. All right, yeah, because the mode of transmission is the air. 
Okay. Is the air. Although, so you, can have, although you can have some droplets dropping on the wall, yes. but that droplet air needs to take it Up. off. Either fan, then you inhale it. Okay. But to say maybe sharing cups, handshake, hugging, oh. kissing, and um, you know sharing cups and utensils, so uh, you cannot get it. You can't get way. it to that so way. It's important for. All right. His second question that, he yeah. asks us: um, For somebody who goes to get tested and probably finds that he or she is negative, how then can they prevent themselves from coming down with tuberculosis? I know we've spoken about it just just okay. to retreat. Okay, like like for children, we've mentioned vaccination BCG. Mm. Okay, then the other modalities is um, avoid overcrowding in your homes, mm. and that's why even overcrowded public places are not very healthy uh, as well. Okay, so mm. we avoid overcrowding. Good nutrition, very important. Proper nutrition, with all the three groups of uh, food: comp carbohydrate, proteins, fats, vitamins, and minerals. They are very, very important in disease in fighting uh, disease. Broadly speaking, so that, that's a universal, uh, you know, way of uh, present uh, preventing uh, infection. Right. Okay. Then, of course, if you know you have um, TB. It's better to get evaluated and treated as soon as possible. Or if you know somebody that has, advise that person to seek, seek care. You know, care immediately right. to, to avoid spread. Okay. All right, zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine. Or zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Be the, a part of the conversation on our social media platform. On Facebook is facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss and off Twitter at JFM Joss. Hello, good morning. Good morning, lady and uh, two guests in the studio. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Yes, this is Pastor J.J. Henry Dewe. I am popularly known as Young T of Doncaster. All right. Welcome to the show. Go Thank ahead. you very much. Uh, I want to appreciate your guests for uh, talking so much on this issue of TB. But I want to ask a question. As, um, as one who is married, as a couple rather, you know, how can we do when one of the partner is infected and the other is not infected? How can the other person who is not infected be able to cope up with the situation? That is the question which I have. Do have a blessed day. All right. Thank, Thank you. you so much for okay. your question. Like we said, um, close contact should be avoided in the sense that, um, you know, two couples, one has TB. Close contact should be avoided, and uh, the person can wear a face mask even in the home environment, in the early treatment phase before you know the drugs act to reduce the number of uh, germs in the body that you know will make it more likely for the person to transmit the infection to the next person when the person coughs. Okay, then you make sure your windows and doors, the house is well ventilated. You can let in some uh, sunlight as well. Mm. So that, that, that's one way to go about it. If of two people, one has the disease and is infected. All right. Okay. Zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine or zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. You can call in to ask your questions to know more about tuberculosis, not just in adults but in children. I'm sure in every home there is a child or an adolescent there, and you want to be a part of making sure that that child is healthy and is staying healthy, actually. So the numbers to call 90 or 0812187777. And on our social media handles, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss and off Twitter at JFM Joss. And before the phone lines, 
come from phone starts to buzz. And let me ask you, Dr. Augustine, what is the difference between tuberculosis and HIV? Are there any similarities, or are there um, for HIV? Do you get does it if it gets a complicated state? Do you get TB or TB uh, HIV? However it goes. Uh, good question. Uh, they are interrelated in the sense that um, to get TB, your immune system has to be weakened. Mm. Okay, and people with HIV have a weakened immune system. So, uh, in the in the population, those with HIV are more likely to get TB than those without HIV. Mm. Okay, and that's why when people have HIV, they must be screened and tested for tuberculosis, and also the other way around. Yeah, people who have tuberculosis, they must also be screened. For HIV, HIV. Mm. so because we can have a TB HIV a co-infection. Interesting. Yeah. I will take this call right now. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Okay, do well to call us back zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine or zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show this morning and be a part of it on our social media platform on Facebook is Facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss and off Instagram Twitter I beg your pardon at JFM Joss but you can still follow us on Instagram and TikTok and all other social media platforms at JFM Joss. I'll take the numbers again zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine or zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Oh, so I wanted to ask you, Doctor Augustine, for tuberculosis, are there is there a call to action for for that? The the, the call to action is that's one of the things we're, we're doing now, mm. which is the sensitization and testing. Mm. Okay, and uh, we hope that by doing that, we inc- increase awareness. And um, when more people get tested, we can increase the case detection rate, like I mentioned, which is very low for Nigeria, around 26% compared to the global target of around 76%. Uh, so that's the, I think that, that, that's the main point. Uh, I, I wanted to ask, I'm just, it's, an, it's, an, it's a question and also um, a piece of advice I just thought of. Um, when it comes, like you said, we don't, the testing is 26% in the country, which is quite low. Okay. Okay. Case detection rate, Case detection rate yes, is yes. 26%. Yes, because many people are not going for testing. So is it, is it possible, this is, um, it, might, it might come a bit skewed, is it possible for, for us to do something like what we used to do then with um, vaccination, what we do door-to-door um, testing? Is it possible for us to do door-to-door testing? Probably like say they have periods where different communities have door-to-door testing to go test people for tuberculosis. Is there a possibility for that? Yeah, it's, it's possible, but you know it could be capital intensive, but the, the best one, of course, is that every day people can get screened and tested. And the way to do it, if you think you have these symptoms, you report to the nearest health facility. Mm, okay. That is better because um, if you, the disease does not wait, and the, the, the fear is that will spread. True. So if you have to wait for every door-to-door, yeah, you know, yes. periodical kind of uh, you, 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 something, you, you might get infected. Yeah, it's, um, not, it's not very... Speaking, of, know, speaking of the finances, um, what ways... Because, you, you, like you said, uh, it's capital intensive to do the testing. We don't exactly have a lot of financing. When you, health sector first in the country. Let's come to the states. You're not particularly there. Are there ways that everyday persons can... Is there like a fund where everyday persons can contribute to ensuring that, you know, we have enough money for TB testing and treatment? What ways can the everyday man, other than getting tested and diagnosed, help in terms of funding for tobacco? I think funding for screening and testing, like I said, it's always the everyday. 
there's no shortage of you know so we have the facilities we have enough for okay. that is 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 the people not going for the testing that is a problem mm. and that's why we're having this you know sensitization okay. is so, is there yeah, uh, people right. are not utilizing it. Maybe right. out of uh, ignorance and all exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, just as he was saying, I wanted to ask, if we try sensitization right now, as you are doing, yeah. and it still doesn't, I'm hoping and I know, I want to believe that it will yield results. People will come out and get tested. But in this, in the, in the time where it doesn't happen, you don't still see the numbers rising, would door-to-door be a, another effective way to get people to come get tested. Okay, the door-to-door, the question, will you do it every day? Mm. It has to be mm. periodic. Yeah, I'm sure definitely so periodic. enlightening the public and creating general awareness on a daily basis through health talks mm. in health facilities, okay, it's, I think it's, it's one way to go. Okay. Uh, the door-to-door thing can happen periodically, okay. All right. Yes. We'll take our last call, 09055-6666-99 or 08121877777. And you can be a part of the conversation on our social media platform, www.facebook.com forward slash JFMJOS and off Twitter at JFMJOS. Head on there and ask your questions or just give in your two cents and we definitely will read it out and let you know all that you need to know right now. We'll take the last call for today. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? I'm calling from Bukuru Express. Your name, please? Santino. 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 All right. Go ahead, Santino. I, I just want to read, know about this. If you are giving drugs to take, let's say antibiotics, for a specific time, and there uh, could be like five days, two, 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 two tablets for five days, which is ten or for seven days and you couldn't take it exact time given to that uh, element provided you finish it whether it's 14 days will that element be cured will it will that element work against that drug when you've not finished it under that five days or seven days thank you very much all right thank you so much santiano okay. for your question uh, that, that's a, a good question you see when drugs are medications are given it can be taken once a day can be taken twice a day, three times a day. The idea of the twice a day means that once the drug enters your body, it will act. The twice a day means every 12 hours. It will act within 12 hours. So after an, after 12 hours, you are supposed to take the second dose okay. to maintain a high level of the drug that needs to kill the germs. Mm. Because if the level is low than the level that should kill the germ, then the germs will not be killed. And once the germs are not killed, the germs also are smart. They develop a mechanism of I, I like the drug fact that resistance. you said they are smart. They develop a mechanism of become resistant to the drug because you are not taking enough dose that will kill them. So they are smart. They develop, you know, resistance. Mm. And that's why it's very important in HIV and in TB that a child or an adult must take his drug as prescribed. Because if you don't, then drug-resistant TB can develop. And it's, it's, it's becoming a big challenge in many parts of the and world. And when, when yeah. it de- develops, what, what are the complications that come with that? Complication is that the normal drug that you give, first-line drug, mm. will not work. And if it doesn't work and you don't take it further to further evaluate and identify which type of resistance to any of the four drugs, then the, pe- the disease can progress and the person can die. Mm. Yeah. So it's very important preventing drug resistance. The best way to prevent 
prevented. The first one is take your drug as prescribed. As when do you adherence? Yes, mm, adherence is yeah, very, very, very important. important. Yes. All right. But before we go, um, we'll take comments from. So, our like you said, you, you can take it for the fourteen days, but if you take it erratically. Mm. It won't work as expected. So you and your illness will not go away. You have to adhere to, to how exactly, it was prescribed exactly. and take it yes. religiously or sanctimoniously. Uh, and some drugs you can take with food, others you cannot take. So those instructions should be followed. So we, we, before we read comments, we, if you have tuberculosis, for, yes. for, um, for instance, and you have other disease conditions, okay. um, do we have what we call drug interactions? Or TB drugs cannot be taken alongside other medications? Or can it be taken alongside other medications? Yeah, for any antibiotics, there is what is known as drug-drug interaction. Mm. For anti-TB drugs, too, they can interact with certain drugs that can minimize its absorption mm. or, or that can accelerate the breakdown of the drug so that you don't have enough amount in the blood for you to walk and kill the germs. So usually the health worker will tell the patient, this is, you should not take your anti-TB with these drugs okay. or, 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 or any other advice that will help. You know, okay. a better absorption of drug. Yeah. So the instructions are usually given. Mm. Yeah, they always so drug, drug it, it's always nice that we adhere to, so, yeah, exactly to those instructions, those instructions given. Yeah. All right, we take comments from our Facebook page this morning. Um, on Facebook, how about Akaya Daxasis? Enough can never be enough when it comes to health matters, especially as it concerns the health of children. The health sector is, the health sector con- is a continuous area of concern and needs attention always. But I doubt very much if the government is doing enough as it concerns the health sector. I almost thought that the COVID-19 pandemic era thought our government a lesson. But no, we are back to where we have always been. Someone should remind the government that health is wealth. Hence, without, without a revamped health sector, our wealth would always be at their mercies. Good morning and God bless Nigeria. Come with Davos Longa. Davos says, Nigerian government has failed on its responsibility of giving dividends of democracy to the people. Um, the stages in which our healthcare centers are looking very poor, so they, so they, have no, they have not done enough at all because our leaders, when they are ill or their children are ill, fly abroad for treatment, so they don't care about the life of the common man. And he also says, yeah, but people are dying in Mangu, so please, the government should do the needful to put an end to the killings of innocent people. Um... Okay, um, Sunday Moses FVV says, um, when it comes to health issues on Platsu and Nigeria, I think nothing is working. The government have neglected our health sector. Okay, because of our time, your final word, um, Dr. Augustin, before we go. Yeah, so the take-home message to parents, caregivers, and others who look after our children. If you think, um, if your child has cough, that is two weeks or more, and is refusing to go, child has fever and is losing weight or not gaining weight, then your child may be having TB and you need to see the doctor or the health worker for further evaluation. All right. Okay, and, and if you think your child is coming to close contact with an adult that has TB or has been coughing for a long time and is losing weight and you suspect TB, then you need to take your child for further evaluation. Yeah. Okay, and uh, most importantly, we should remember that... Um, TB is preventable, is treatable, and curable. Terrible. And testing for TB and screening 
and the treatment is free. Absolutely So people free. can walk into any health facilities if they think they have symptoms All right. and they get treated. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much, yeah. Dr. Augustine Aboyin, for coming on the show. Come on, 10 o'clock, I beg your pardon, the news comes up. From myself, have a lovely day. And from Mimi Kalmi. See you trouble and spread love. Good morning. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast. 